0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 60 of the Phoenix Experiment. So this is the second time I have done episode 60 tonight. The first time I did it, it lasted 20 minutes and I tried to upload it and it didn't work. So I, I, the, I, I think I didn't have an internet connection or during the time so it just was totally messed up and uh, when I uploaded it it said that the the time was zero minutes so it didn't upload any of the audio and I didn't know how to fix it or even if I could fix it if maybe it just was was trapped so I ended up deleting the episode that said you know zero minutes and we're here we are again <laughs> round 2 <laughs> so this one is going to be a little bit uh different i'm going to talk about basically the same things but naturally when i'm they're going to come out differently than they did the first time a little seemingly rehearsed if you will because i already know what i'm talking about um so the first thing today was uh not very productive uh and that was not very surprising it is uh, saturday which is generally family day so i don't anticipate generally getting any work done on saturdays and i'm totally okay with that i was able to clean up my whiteboard however and transfer everything to trello which by the way i love trello trello is it's been such a blessing. I don't know why I was never using it before. It's so organized and I just love it and it it helps me to stay organized so I'm able to take my whiteboard, everything off my whiteboard like every day and put them into a Trello note into something that's very organized and uh, it also allows me to use the notes that I write in my notebooks because I have many notebooks full of notes taken from events, taken from books, uh, taken from videos that I've watched, to courses I've taken. And I take all these notes and I often never read them. I never go back over the notes. Now, I know that there have been studies done that talk about you're more likely to remember something to retain it if you write it down you know particularly if the speaker is speaking and you're writing down what you're hearing you will retain more of it but naturally I would probably retain even more of that if I were to go back over those notes and revisit the thoughts and the feelings that I had at the time of the writing but I never do that now however with Trello because I'm able to keep it all so beautifully organized I am going back through my notebooks and I am transferring the notes that I took onto different Trello boards where it makes sense so in a notebook it's everything looks the same it's just like one giant mess of writing with like you have to look through every single page to find out where the information is that I want on a Trello board oh it's so simple. I don't have to do that. I love it. So I'm, I've been using it a lot lately. And I'm going through my notebooks, which is great. Because now I'm revisiting these notes. And I'm also extracting the information in a way that I can even more easily revisit in the future. So it's been fantastic. Love Trello. Highly recommend it if you're not using it already. Oh, goodness. So secondly, I today was a bit of a down day for me, I just felt kind of like, uh, I don't know, heavy and, and like, not quite lethargic, maybe a little lethargic, uh, which was compounded by my bad eating habits today. I am not proud, but here it is. I had three cupcakes today, okay? I don't normally eat cupcakes I mean I love cupcakes don't get me wrong I just I don't make them and we you know don't frequently go to cupcake places but there is a cupcake place and we did go and I ate three of them today and the reason that I ate three was because I had three but also because I knew if I didn't eat them all today I would just eat them tomorrow and the next day and rather than then you know, having a cupcake to look forward to the next day. I was just, I just want to get it all out of the way, get all the sugar out of the way now, just crush it now. And then I can eat healthy tomorrow and I won't have a choice because I won't have any cupcakes nearby. So I wanted to remove the temptation in the future by consuming all of it today, which is not sound logic. And I understand that, but there it is that's what I did I also did not take a walk today so here I am chowing down on cupcakes and I'm not even moving so that did not help my case at all and additionally I was feeling tired and and that's probably why I felt so blase was because I was just kind of really tired today and I think the reason is that I I was I didn't get much sleep I didn't get much sleep last night or the night before Last night was because baby girl was very restless last night. She did not sleep well. And so while she didn't sleep well, I didn't sleep well. At some point, she was up for about two hours in the middle of the night. And oh, it was so hard to to get her to go back to sleep. But as long as baby girl's up, I'm up. So she didn't sleep well, so neither did I. But the night before that, she slept like a champion. She was out for like 11 or 12 hours. Like I had to go wake her up eventually because I was worried about her. I'm like, why is she sleeping? Is she okay? (laughs) Actually, when I walked in to wake her up, she was already awake. She was just laying there chilling. So that was, I have no idea how long she was laying there awake, but she wasn't fussing at all. She was just super chill, just hanging out and that was nice but so she slept all night uh she does that very infrequently she used to do it a lot more often like back in december but now it's like it's it's a rare occurrence oh a, a wonderful one but not very often so the night that she sleeps all night i am not able to sleep at all like i only got four hours of sleep on the night that she slept for like 12 hours I could not sleep. I don't know what it was. I was so wired. I was I was just I was absolutely wired and n- nothing. I was waking up in the middle of the night for no reason. It was really frustrating. And then the next night, of course, I was hoping she'd have another night where she slept through the night, but that was the the exact opposite happened. <laughs> so I'm hoping that this night, maybe we return to a sleeping through the night experience. And then tomorrow is is much more energetic for me because today was just kind of a weird blase day. I mean, I'm even running out of breath talking to you right now. That's, that's what happens when I have three cupcakes in a day and I don't take a walk. It's just not a pretty sight. And on to other news. I wanted to share with you something that I watched tonight and something that I learned. And it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Uh, I was not aware of this. And perhaps you were not either, and you will be here shortly. But in 2018, Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security ran a tabletop exercise. It was called Clade X. That's C L A D E. Clade X, a pandemic exercise. So this exercise was to determine. Hypothetically, if a global pandemic were to occur, was the world prepared for it? Was the United States prepared for it? How would it go down? What would happen? Uh, how would it affect the economy, etc., etc.? And wow, the, uh, the results of that exercise were eerily close to what is actually happening right now. Like who knew that just one year later you know after this exercise it actually happens well I guess that's why they run these exercises because they know that eventually it will happen and I think that the what what spurred on the exercise in the first place was just harking back to the Spanish flu of I think 1918 and and how that happened and how it affected the world So they did an exercise to see, well, what if the Spanish flu happened again? Or what if something like the Spanish flu happened again? Are we better equipped now to handle it than we were back then? And the answer is ultimately no, not really. Um, (laughs) It it was just, it blew my mind. I just, everything was so reminiscent of, of what's really happening right now that it makes me wonder about the people that are at the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security what was going through their minds when COVID-19 started happening for one and then started ramping up like were they like oh my gosh like this is like I can just imagine being in their shoes and 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 seeing all this happen and be like you know we literally just talked about this know last year and we prepared for this we thought about this it's really an eye-opening video i mean it's it's fantastic video and it's kind of like an in- infographic video so it's like animated and the narration is really good it's a, it's a great it's a very engaging video and i highly recommend that you watch it clade x a pandemic exercise now after watching it uh we sat down and we talked about the reality because one of the takeaways from the video was that a global pandemic at this point in our world could very likely and possibly would very likely cause a depression to rival the great depression and we're already seeing of course this hit the economy really badly you know we're seeing that right now so i i am so we want to know okay if this is the case then what um what will we do what will our family do if we do go into a depression that that rivals the Great Depression. What will will my family do? Not even what will the world do, what will the US do, what will the country do? What will my family do? Are we prepared for something like this? And how if we're not, can we get prepared in a short period of time? And in what ways? So we're having this conversation now and what we... Our thinking at this point is that we're going to make it, you know, no matter, no matter what, uh, we will make it. Obviously we're going to be affected just like everybody else, but this isn't going to destroy us and it's, so our lifestyle, our habits are not very expensive by any means the only thing we'd really have to cut that we do regularly now that we could not do regularly in a depression is eating out. Uh, we, we go to a lot of restaurants and we would not be able to do that for two reasons. One, because we'd need to be saving money. We couldn't be spending it frivolously on just fun stuff like eating out. Um, but two because there may not be many restaurants to go to in the first place uh but obviously we we need to eat out to some degree because we have to try to help the economy you know and and the only way to do that is for money to flow so if we hoard all the money then there's no way for it to flow so there has to be some sort of um some sort of balance in that so maybe we wouldn't cut it out completely but we would definitely have to tone it down um my hobby is reading like reading and walking like they're my two favorite things in the world to do reading and walking neither of which cost any money at all really or they can cost very little um i have so many books at home that i could easily read for the next few years without having to spend a dime on another book uh and there's also the library so uh, in walking i can walk anywhere so reading and walking don't cost any money His hobby is music. He's already got all his musical instruments, so that doesn't cost any money. He can jam out. He can do whatever he wants now. Also, so it doesn't cost any money. So our hobbies are not expensive. And uh, the other piece, so we cut out eating out, and we'd be okay. Like, our lifestyle, thank goodness, we're not spenders. Like, we don't... I don't even think we have credit cards. Like, we... I mean, there's more to it than that, but we, we're we fine. Um, it would not, our lifestyle would not really take a big hit in a depression, honestly, because we just don't do that much um, that costs money. But the other thing that we'd have to think about is where would we live? So in a global depression, does it really matter where you live and I don't know we'd want to go somewhere where the cost of living was obviously as low as it could be so the United States at this point is definitely not the place where we would want to be we would want to be in a different country where the cost of living is a lot lower than the United States so that we could more easily afford to ride it out if you will Uh, and so that's probably what we would do now we already want to live in a foreign country like that is not even that 's something we 've already discussed multiple times over years like this is definitely just our style. Uh, we always knew we were never going to stay in the u s you know forever we We love living in other countries, so you know even like country hopping. We love doing it, so we, we don't want to stay in any one place for, for long, even in one state. So even if we stayed in the U.S., we probably wouldn't stay in Florida, where we are now. We'd go somewhere else, because we just like to move. So we're thinking, in a depression, we would need to move to another country. Now, which country? We have some ideas of where we would go, and we are actually now looking into, okay, how are we going to prepare for that uh, eventuality because that eventuality is not that far away at this point if things keep going the way they're going and it looks like they will continue for a, a, a few months at least then we really need to have some safety nets in place so we should start setting those up right now and that's what I think we're looking into, is uh, where can we move? And then what do we do with the house that we're in now? Could we rent it out? Someone, you know, people always have to live somewhere, so we might be able to rent it out. I think we'd be more likely to rent it out than sell it. I don't think that it would be a, you know, heavy market for people to buy in, in a depression, of course. Um, so that's something to consider. So what are your thoughts you know if if we go into a depression from this pandemic which looks like a a legitimate possibility is your family prepared what will your family do how will your family ride the storm out and and how can you you know remain optimistic in that situation because i do think that there that you, no matter what happens, even if we go into a depression, it, it's not going to last. It's not a forever thing. It will change so that the tide will turn again. So what can you do to, what what would have to change in your lifestyle, in your situation now for you to be able to ride out, let's just say five years, what could you do now that would better prepare you for a depression in the next five years nobody has ever you know the majority of people living now have never lived through a depression so nobody knows from experience but we we understand the fundamentals you know the basics so we can have a a certain certainly have an idea of what we would do and and what that would entail so think about it I mean, I'd love to know what it is that your family would do in the case of a depression. Uh, I'm curious. Let me know. Share with me. But I won't keep you any longer because I believe that I have already surpassed my time. And I just really... I don't think this has to be overly scary. I think if you, if we think about it now, the possibility of a depression and what we're going to do in that depression, and we're just honest about the fact that it's, it could very well happen and what we're going to do about it, that kind of puts the control back in our hands. Not that the, the you know, we have control over our responses. We don't have control over the economy or the pandemic or, or any of that, but we have control of our responses. So if you start thinking now about what would happen in a depression, what would you do? How would you ride it out? Then you are t- being proactive. You're taking proactive steps to ensure your your health remains and, you know, to ensure the, the, your financial security remains or, you know, you have some means forward and If you just think about it, you're being proactive about it, then you have a much, much higher chance of making it through intact. So I highly encourage you to think about it and to take those proactive steps. And then if it doesn't happen, awesome. Thank goodness. But if it does, you'll be ready. I hope you have a great night and I hope you'll think about this and I really definitely look forward to hearing about what you come up with for your family have a great night